standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus. Welcome to the show. It is episode 399 on 419. And for those of you that know, it's Patriot Day. Yes, Patriot Day. The Battle of Lexington and Concord, if you will. And for those of you who are a bit more nefarious, I'm pretty sure Waco and Ruby Ridge and Oklahoma City all factor in there somewhere. Not that I would recommend celebrating any of those, but it's there nonetheless. It can't be overstated that bad things happen on good days and good days are tarnished by bad things, if you will, but good things happen on bad days. For instance, uh, Lennon's birthday, for instance. Oh, it just happens to be Earth Day. Imagine that. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I, I've been really not sure how to tackle this. Yes, and just in case you're wondering, 422 is Earth Day, a.k.a. Lennon's birthday. <clears throat> so I decided that I would wait for Patriot Day. And you may be wondering, well, why? What would be the point? Well, I got to tell you, the man, in my eyes, was and is a patriot. And before I go any further, let me just remind you the way you can help me help you get the message out, fight the good fight, is like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Follow me on the social media. Join my group according to Callis on Facebook. I am also on, <clears throat> well, you know, there's just so many different things. I can't keep them straight. I'm on Gab. Uh, I occasionally post on MeWe and I am also utilizing the Telegram app. we got to get the word out. we got to get our stuff going. And, you know, the problem if you will, as I get into the material today, the problem is we're all fallen. Nobody's perfect. And good men do bad things and bad men can occasionally do good things. Whether or not they were attended, that's how they happen. The old saying that God can use the most terrible of thing for a good result is true. But if you're the person that's suffering under the bad action, it's very hard to see it at that time. So as we uh, think about Patriot Day, we think about a man that is unfortunately being called into question. Can we still count him as a patriot in good standing? Well, before I go any further, let me remind you that everybody is innocent until proven guilty. That goes if you're Bill Clinton, O.J. Simpson, or George W. Bush. You are innocent until proven guilty. So, as you may have figured out by now, I am referring to none other than Representative Slayton. Now, I've met the guy on a number of occasions. I thought, think, very highly of him. Uh, I think uh, the published views of his are very similar to my own. 
Now, that being said, we have this incident or series of incidents, depending on who you're listening to or what you're reading, that took place down in Austin. So as we go down into the rabbit hole, let me remind you that nothing I'm going to say right now is fact. Nothing I'm going to elaborate on right now is proven. This is all pure supposition. And why am I doing this? Well, because I apologize, two interruptions back to back. So as I was saying, we don't know. And unfortunately, Representative Slayton has gone silent, which generally is not a good thing. So as we go down to this rabbit hole, please understand, I don't know. You don't know unless you yourself were personally present when this happened, what happened. So let us have a little exploratory discussion on what is possible here. So the way I see it, there are three scenarios that are possible. And again, to be clear, I am not in support of any one of these three scenarios because I don't know and neither do you. So number one, representative Slayton has been running a grift, a scam. He's a fraud. Everything that he has done and said, he didn't mean, didn't care about, and did whatever he needed to do to get elected. And once he was there, he thought that he could do whatever he wanted to do and never get caught. And unfortunately for him, he got caught. So that's option one. Again, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that's a possibility and it's an extreme possibility on purpose. Option number two, the other extreme, if you will, Brian Slayton is a good, faithful man. He got caught up into a situation where he made a simple mistake and maybe just maybe somebody slipped something into his drink and he wasn't himself and they set him up for a fall. And because he doesn't really know what happened, he is not reacted in a way that would be becoming of somebody that is innocent because he's not sure of what happened because he was drugged. He can't even put together an adequate defense. Now, as to why that happened, well, we could go a little further down the rabbit hole and say that there are people in Austin that don't want people that advocate liberty, that they don't want people that advocate for Texan, and they just saw an opportunity to take a good man out. And they have fabricated the whole thing. And oh, by the way, uh, the little intern, this isn't her first go round and, you know, all this other stuff. I, and, I, and again, to be clear, this is pure supposition. I am literally making this up as I'm speaking, which is not said and give it a little thought before I started, but I'm not accusing anybody of anything. It's pure speculation as a possibility of the opposite extreme. If you will, the man was completely innocent and was set up as, and is being taken out even as we speak. The third option, the third option is, mm, Representative Slayton is a good man. Representative Slayton maybe has a little bit of a checkered past. 
I don't know. I, I mean, how much time do you spend looking into somebody's past? I just look to make sure they don't have any felonies and that they generally live a clean life. But again, don't know, not speaking to it. But for the purposes of discussion, he got caught up in his own press. Maybe had a very, very stressful week. Let himself uh, become a little uh, inebriated. Checked out his uh, better uh, guise of thought process. Then he slipped. He failed. He failed himself. Failed his wife. Failed his people. And now that he's in that situation, he just doesn't know what to do. It's possible. Honestly, if I were to rate them and uh, gauge a likelihood, that's the one that's probably most likely. But again, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not laying any accusation out on any one individual because I don't know. You don't know. And unfortunately, because Representative Slayton has not spoken on this issue, there's probably rampant speculation and a whole lot of people throwing him under the bus. I'm purposely trying to avoid doing that. I, I don't want to condemn the man without knowing what happened. I know it'd be really easy to do that. I'm sure there's already plenty of uh, other reps that have already done it for reasons that, quite frankly, are unknown. But I have my suspicions. What's interesting is <laughs> some of the people that would be diametrically opposed to some of the things he supports are quite quiet about this. And what's even more interesting is one of my state senators felt the need to create a special law to punish somebody for doing something that to the best of my recollection, it is already illegal to give alcohol to a minor. Now, if somebody's 18, but not yet 21, I guess technically it falls under the same law. Um, and as far as the separation of years involved with any kind of encounter that may or may not have incurred, yeah, that's already really icky, but I don't know that we want to make that illegal. I'm not real comfortable with that, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be claims and counterclaims and all that other stuff will come and play out. I mean, I wasn't happy about it when, mm, former president Clinton did it. Wasn't happy about when I got to hear about what former President Trump had done in his past. But at least in that instance, we had already known that was the case prior to him uh, running. See, the thing is, the most challenging thing is, if somebody's honest about what they are, who they are, where they were, and what they have done, there's forgiveness. You might not like it, you may not decide they're still worthy of a high position, but there's forgiveness. You can move on. People fail all the time. I mean, it's the sinful nature of man. And just so we're clear, I'm not justifying justifying anything that may or may not happen. Cause again, I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened and if it happened, but the sad thing is there's a wife, there's a child that are going to be damaged by this one way or the other, true, false, or otherwise, they're not going to come out of this unscathed. And while it's convenient 
to throw people under the bus. It's convenient to convict without a trial. It's convenient to slander people. Perhaps we should just wait. What's most interesting to me is I don't really follow the news. Not not the regular news, if you will. But I kind of did a little channel surfing a little bit over the weekend, and I really didn't see anything about this. I mean, it was in two, uh, two rags, if you will, uh, that published information on this. But if it was true, if there was something there, you would think there would be more traction. I mean, because this guy is the most right-wing, most hated elected representative in the state of Texas. You would think they'd pull out all the stops if they really had him dead to rights. But again, I don't know. You don't know. We weren't there. But as we're thinking about Patriots Day, we're, we're thinking about the guy whom, you know, five months ago, I would have said was the embodiment of a good Texian patriot. He was everything that we should aspire to be. Got to ask myself, what's the possibility that if anybody was put in that position, they could fail? What's the possibility that anybody could buy their own press enough that they slip and they fall? It happens all the time. For those of you that don't know, Austin, when the session is in, uh, is a hotbed of prostitution, human trafficking, drugs, illegal alcohol consumption. Hmm? It already goes on. Oh, and not just at the college, mind you, but at the session. Nobody likes to talk about it. It's a dirty little secret. And it's not even just our elected officials or our government employees. Oh, no, no, no. There's a whole lot of other people there that go there looking to get at the trough of government money, looking to lobby for certain outcomes, looking to push this issue or that issue. And there's a lot of unsavory characters that go there. So it's entirely plausible that one of those two extreme examples is at play here. We don't know, but we need to wait and see, find out. Now, if there was a track record, if this was known to have occurred at some point in the past, and this accusation was to be thrown out at an individual, that would be a situation where you'd have a whole lot less grace. Be a little bit more quicker to condemn or to question or to push. But again, to my knowledge, none of this has been brought forward. There's no evidence to suggest other than maybe a couple bad emails and one or two uh, individuals that have made some claims. How hard is it to smear somebody? How hard is it to discredit somebody? Where have we been for the last three years? There were a lot of good men and women for that matter. They were run out of careers. They were run out of their places of employment. Their, uh, their stature was destroyed because they didn't agree with whatever the consensus was. They were ridiculed. They were abused. They were outed. Ousted. 
punished. There's very little chance that those people will ever be made whole again, but their only sin was to question the narrative, to go against the flow, to not be on the same team as everybody else. There's a lot of things that are possible here. There's a lot of time I could spend down in this rabbit hole looking for excuses, looking for justifications, looking for prosecutorial evidence. But at the end of the day, I'm just not interested. With so many other things going on that trample my liberty, that impede our progress, that quite frankly, are detrimental to the entire state and nation. One man's alleged failure, while very disheartening if true and despicable if true, is not enough to derail everything that he stood with us on. It's not enough to dismiss all of our valid concerns and work that needs to be done. It's not enough to get me to silence myself or silence myself. Excuse me. It's not enough for me to pretend that maybe this guy's discredited himself, but it doesn't discredit the message. It doesn't discredit what we're working towards. And when, when I'm thinking about this Patriots day, I'm thinking about the fact that a lot of good men did bad things. A lot of a lot of men made choices that hopefully I'll never have to make, made choices that I would not have made, but they did it because they thought it was the right thing to do at the time. And I'm not saying that's what went on here, but I am saying that a man's failure doesn't define him for his entirety of his life. A man's singular failure, hopefully singular failure, right? In this instance, doesn't tarnish a lifetime of work. Unfortunately, If you're called to that higher calling, right? You're a pastor. It does, and it should. Because you violated a whole lot of stuff there. As an elected official, eh, maybe it's a step or two down, but you still have that very high bar there. Unfortunately, we don't hold any of them accountable. You don't believe me? (laughs) Well, we were all aghast uh, when Bill was caught with his pants down, literally. Yet, His wife didn't leave him, no, for various reasons. But his counterpart in the house is on his third marriage now. And the past previous president was on his third marriage. But that's all okay, because all they learned from their lesson, right? Meanwhile, we've got another past president that, well, quite frankly, we're not really so sure about what or who he is or who he is with other than some rampant speculation on page six kind of stuff. But again, does that define them? Is it everything? Some would say yes. I'm not so sure. I would think that a great number of things that you do when you're in the role of an elected official are far more positive or negative depending on what it is you're doing, then your personal indiscretion. Maybe that disqualifies you. Maybe you shouldn't be able to run again. 
But then again, that is up to the voters. Right? Isn't that what we were told for a decade or two? Oh, it's up to the voters. They knew about what they did or didn't do. It's up to the voters. Okay, maybe. Maybe. But it's our responsibility to do more, to expect more, to set a good example, to do the right thing, to be good patriots. So now as I'm climbing back up out of this rabbit hole, going back to the reality that we live in right here in the right now in Texas, I got to tell you, I really need to hear something. At this point, I don't know that anything is a satisfactory answer. But an answer is still owed to we the people. (laughs) I've personally championed this guy. I stood for him, with him. I'm grateful for the time that we had him (laughs) as a representative thus far. And I sincerely hope this is a fraudulent accusation. I sincerely hope that he was duped. I sincerely hope... That there's nothing to this. But unfortunately, I just don't know. I just don't know. And it makes me sad. It really does. Very disappointed. I I wanted to be, you know, looking forward to this Patriots Day to kind of celebrate it and make a big deal and talk about all the positive things that we could be doing. But I purposely saved this problem, this issue as a contrast, right? We got a guy that we thought was the guy. Maybe he still is. We don't know. But is our movement, are our ideas, is the culture dependent on a single individual? Because if it is, that's a problem, right? There's a whole lot of boomer cons out there that still live under the aura of Reagan. And while I might have liked the guy, he's been gone for 30 years. We need something else. We need something more. Myself, I'm disgusted by Lincoln. The guy was a tyrant. He instituted a military government. And quite frankly, he destroyed the Constitution. Yet my party celebrates him like he's some national hero. And he's the furthest thing in my mind. So when I talk about Patriots Day, I mean, is it appropriate to talk about the people that oppose that? Is it appropriate to talk about people that stood up for tyr- or against tyranny, right? Do we dare talk about the watering of the tree of liberty? Do we, do we dare open up the possibility <laughs> that we're ripe for that again? I've cautioned repeatedly, nobody, myself especially, but nobody wants this to go kinetic. Nobody in their right mind thinks that there's going to be a positive net outcome of a bunch of families splitting, states basically fighting against each other for what? Control. It's always about the control, right? We know this. 
That, that's what patriots push back for on. They wanted the control of their own selves. They wanted the control of their own lives. And yet here we are always compromising away what we have, always settling for the lesser evil, always forced to say, well, it's not as bad as it could have been. As we look forward to this uh, end of this session, I have no doubt we're going to be told it was the most conservative session ever. I have no doubt they're going to pass at least four, well, at least three, maybe four of the principles. I'm sorry, not principles, priorities. At least three, maybe four of our Republican Party priorities. And they'll be watered down, mind you, but they'll be passed. And they'll tell us how great it was. And, well, you know, the governor, he's really uh, hot the trot on getting some version of school choice. So he may call a special session or two to get what he wants so he can, you know, feather his nest. But at the end of the day, is it what's really best for Texas? Is it what's really best for our posterity? I doubt it. You know, there's something to be said for negotiating and kind of working the best deal you can and compromising to keep the peace. But I can't help but feel (laughs) like that doesn't work anymore. My party is compromised away so much. There's really nothing left to defend. And I've talked about this time and time again. When you've compromised yourself onto the edge of a cliff... There's nothing left to give. And in case you're wondering, yes, this all pretty much will direct back now on yesterday's episode. You see, the idea of Texas, the idea of a solid border, of state sovereignty, Texas independence, of, of a common people and culture, That's never going to go away. That's never going to change. That's never going to be defeated until we breathe our last breath. Leaders fail. Leaders fall short. Campaigns collapse. Both military and political, by the way. Yet, life goes on. The battle never ends. Spain and Portugal fought for 800 years to retake the Iberian Peninsula. They never gave up. They never quit. And ultimately, they were successful. The Reconquista ended in 1492. And for those of you that know anything about history, you'll note that was also the very same year that Ferdinand and Isabella sponsored a guy by the name of Christopher Columbus to sail west to see if he could end up east. Now, you can mock and say he failed. You can mock and say he didn't really know what he was doing. You can mock and confuse all that. But at the time, he was a trailblazer. At the time, He was taking a leap of faith. 
He was a patriot in his own way. Now, people have muddled motives all the time. That's something we need to be cautious about. But when you're talking about patriots, patriots know in their heart that mission comes before themselves. That principles come before party. That sacrifice is necessary sometimes in order to win. So as we wrap up this legislative session, as we talk about Patriot Day, let us not lose heart. Because one man potentially falls doesn't mean that that we have to give up. It doesn't mean that the battle's over. It doesn't mean that the fight's gone. It just means that somebody else has to pick up the flag and start walking. It reminds me of a time when one of the local leaders of the uh, McKinney Tea Party, a guy by the name of Chuck Molyneux, he died. And the very next uh, meeting, I played the clip from the Patriot where the man falls carrying the flag, the, the flag bearer, if you will, and somebody else picks it up, in this case Mel Gibson's character, and rallies the troops with the flag to victory. Just because one man falls doesn't mean that the battle is over. And if indeed this does turn out to be a factual attack and the man did fall, it's not over. We move on. We do what we need to do. Texas, the Republic, are far too important to lose faith over potentially one man's failure. And with that, thank you for joining me. And keep your uh, keep your eyes up, your chin up, and quite frankly, your fists up. <laughs> the fight's coming to you whether you want it or not. And with that, I will see you on the other side.